ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bricks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and if I'm here, you know everybody else is here. We're joined by first, the first lady of the Bricks Radio, Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. What's going on? What's up, y'all? <laughs> we also, <laughs> also have Mr. BTG himself, Bailey the Great. What up, what up? And then we got the problematic brother, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Marquis himself. <laughs> What's going on? I'm just talking to you. You're actually not that no, I got my line with You know that. No, I'm good with that. I'm good with it. It comes with the red. Yeah, 19 crimes. Like not the Cali crime. ones. Not the Cali. Man, so before we get into our list, I, I, I didn't put it on here because honestly, I'm tired of talking about sad shit. But I, I mean, if we're going to be for the culture, we have to talk about everything. Uh, so Mary hit us with some stuff that I didn't know about last night. Uh, Casanova, part of a Rico case. This, this just, this, it sucks, man. Because the thing with Rico cases are, if if they have enough to even charge you for a Rico case, you're going away. There's no way around it. Um, so what do what, what do you guys have to say, or what do you think about the the? A, they're still looking for him. And first of all, the FBI using Twitter to try to locate Casanova is fucking crazy. But uh, what do you guys think about all the news that came down? I say hopefully he is in Acapulco and is not coming back <laughs> because it's like you said, once they get you on something like this, they're, they're throwing away the key. And honestly, I've met him a few times and he always was such a gentleman, I have to say, and always really positive and uplifting. So it's really, I don't know, mind boggling that it's him, honestly. Like, I really hope they're wrong about this one. I guess we'll see. Marquis? Um, I hope Tupac is alive and showed him the way out because uh, mm, yeah. it's looking bad, man. I, I mean, Lil Wayne, unless he got a Lil Wayne lawyer or something, he can get off on some shit or having a golden <laughs> gun or something. I don't know, but. Yeah, it's. Not, I mean, unless he unless he's going to tell, unless he's going to go to the Takashi route, which kind of fit. Feeds into another topic we're going to talk about later, but uh, what do you think, Baylor? Not, nothing. Shit, that shit came too fast. I didn't have no time to think about it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, like, look, I've never met him. Don't know him personally, but from the, you know, the clips or the videos that I've seen on, you know, YouTube or Twitter or whatever the case may be, seems like he had a sense of growth since he had that little stint with six, nine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just hope that his character was continuing to grow and you, you hate to hear something like that. And this is one of those things where you want the bad guy to get away. Mm, for real. To put True. It. True. Great way to put it, bro. Um, yeah. I mean, prayers to him. Uh, I guess we'll see how it all works out. Um, yeah, this is just a crazy turn of events, but let's, let's, let's get off that. Let's get into our topics for today. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Uh, this first one, now this clip dropped about a week ago. I think it was actually the day after we recorded our last episode. But Buster Rhymes, who has one of the best albums out this year, was on Drink Champs, which is a podcast that I fucking hate drink champs by the way but that's that's a story for another day um but man listen for them to have the money that they do their audio and i'm an audio quality quality nazi that shit sucks and then nori's a terrible host he talks over everyone but which is crazy because when he's on other people's shows he don't do that exactly exactly 
it's fucking crazy. Um, Steve Harvey tease. <laughs> but Buster Rhymes was asked about uh, top five, top ten, and he went on this. I don't want to call it a rant, but he went on to describe like how if you have ghostwriters, and I'm paraphrasing here, and or if you anyone helps you with your pen, you can't be considered top five or top ten. But that doesn't stop you from being a dope MC. He just feels like that disqualifies you from being considered in the top. What do you guys feel about that? I think he coined it perfectly. And I feel like we always seem to dance around that on the show um, as we're analyzing artists. And I feel like, yes, yes, Bussa. I feel like, for real, like, you can be a dope MC, but you're definitely not going to be on anybody's Mount Rushmore if you don't have the writing ability down i mean it's a complete package to really be you know in the top echelon as an as an artist emceeing is more about the delivery Mm -hmm. but to be a well-rounded artist when it comes to hip-hop you have to write that's it i'm not mad at it it. who wants to go next i think bill you want to take this one no you got it i think uh kendrick said it best Uh, i swear i wouldn't tell but a lot of y'all sharing bars like the bottom bunk of a two-man cell. <laughs> um, yeah, if someone's putting pen behind your shit, you shouldn't be considered at all, not even a top 100. Like, you're just a rapper, and you're a vessel, you're a pantomime or whatever, but you can't spit somebody else's words. That's not that's not truth. That's not your real truth. So I can't, I can't respect that. I think when hip-hop originated, it was about the pain and the struggle. You know, that voice nobody wanted to hear. It never got to the mainstream, and now... Are you using it to get to the mainstream? Are you selling our shit, you know, just to get record sales? So no, I don't respect it. So when we have that conversation about Drake and LL, because it kind of falls back to that, sorry, and this is why they will never be in my top 10. Baylor? Well, Drake would never be in the top 10 anyway, but still. So, so, this, is, so, so, this, so this is my thing. Like, if, if we go by that, are we just talking about, and I'm just asking, we can answer in a minute. Are we just going by, like, a couple of songs, a couple of lines? I mean, if it's over 50% of your, well, I'll say this. If it's over 10% of your songs, uh, your catalog, then you it, it's going to be an issue. But at that point, no, none of our favorites is going to be in our top five. Because you can look at certain artists. I could I could listen to a Kendrick, a Busta, maybe a Common, Nas, uh, Three Stacks, and I can tell, like, ain't nobody writing that shit. They write, they're writing. There it is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, I mean, Easy e you know, salute to you. But he said on Wax. Ice Cube write the rhymes that I say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that top five is going to look totally different. Notice how I didn't mention Jay-Z. You know what I mean? But what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about lines? When I hear so, Jada, nobody in the rap game raps like Jay. It's not just the flow. I, I think that that's... I'm not talking about the flow. I'm talking about the content in general. The co- I mean, no, I can see a lot of carbon copies of Jada and the rest of them. So I, I, I can see the that. Carbon but... copies of Jada, I'm talking about I'm talking about Jada himself. I've never heard no, anybody okay. spit you're, like Jada. You're right. Well, okay, so... Hmm. Buster originally from the Cummins sounded like Redman. He took Redman's flow. Mm-hmm. He didn't that, take his said, lines. You said flow. I'm talking about content. I'm, I'm talking about putting the words together. So, okay. Let's not forget. I originated all that raw shit. That raw raw shit. He was the originator of that. So yeah, he did sound like like um Buster Rhymes in the beginning. I mean, Buster Rhymes sounded like Redman in the beginning. But then he started okay. evolving and developed a rapid flow. Eminem will admit it too. He started off sounding like Redman and evolved himself. So it's it's you you take a piece and the artist you you take a piece of something and you you you, you evolve. But so is that consi- to- but is that is that considered ghostwriting? 
Because what I so, no, no. Ghost so write, ghost somebody writing, actually writing your bars down for so, you to spit. So mm. that's different. So you said sound like somebody. So my thing is, if someone helps you write your chorus, that's different. But if somebody's writing your bars, that's that's not permitted. Not five percent, two percent, whatever. Somebody help you with a like a you know a quick rhyme, how you rhyme with this, whatever. So, so the bridge and the hook and stuff like that don't count, but the actual content of the bar depends on the song. If it's like an R and B, something for R and B, whatever, someone's helping you with that. Because Nori, um, um, who Body in the Trunk, Nas wrote that for him. You know what I mean? So you can see that, and I, I guarantee you, Nas didn't write all his choruses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I give you, I, well, yeah, that, I can give you that, but Nas, that nigga Nas is different, bro. I know a, a lot of them are. So Eminem, you know, nobody writes Eminem shit. All I'm saying is, but you can hear anybody, a lot of, you can hear a lot. Well, no, yeah, I don't think anybody writes for that. No, nobody so writes. Do for you? That. Well, huh, so wait a second. Did you say nobody writes for Eminem? I, this rockness, right? Because. Rockness AP, right? No. If who, you go, no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you, Marky. With you, if, you, if you go back and listen, uh, M, I believe, has even said early on, like I believe it was, what was it? Infinite? Was that his one before he got with Dre? Infinite, yeah. Uh, Royce wrote a few, a few of the bars on that one. Okay, so now this goes back to the okay. percentage. Are we talking about... Are we talking about a lot of his catalog, or are we just talking no? About but I'm just songs? saying that that Royce has written for Eminem before, so I can believe this, that too. And yeah. in, in this particular case, that didn't touch the general masses. Nobody knew about that album until his his yeah. albums that he he wrote exactly. himself. So I that that wouldn't qualify for me. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But now that I've understand that the Jizzah might have had some lyrics written for him, that kind of move, removes him from that category. Don't, don't do that to me because Liquid Swords is is my second favorite rap okay. album of all time. Okay. So here's the deal. He wrote those original albums, and I did some research on it. He wrote those first three albums, but later on, he did get some help with the pen. Okay. So I, I don't know where to put that. This one. is a slippery slope, right? Uh, and you know, I put a question on here, like, what what le- legends would automatically be disqualified? But it sounds like by the way that this is going, we may need to do some more research and come back to this. Well, Mary, I can. You, you, you look at your lips over there. You got anything? I mean, you I'm, I'm, like pretty LL, sure right? I'm pretty sure y'all have seen the. Uh, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen the clip floating around with with Jay Mills speaking on Jay. Oh yeah, yeah. That don't move much for me if that's if it's only a couple of songs though. But that's so, a couple right. of songs that we know. So and that's the thing that that and that's from my album that a lot of people didn't even rock with. That is true. That is true. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is one of those things that is just like, all right, how look, far do you want to go with it? All right, put it this way. Mm-hmm. If your catalog and you already solidified in hip hop history, that's one thing. Like you got six thousand, but later on you're like, you know what, somebody helps you with the pen or whatever like that because you're just selling records, but you're already been bona fide that dude. So if Nas decided to say, you know what, I'm gonna let somebody help me write something right now, you're already considered one of the greatest rappers alive. Like no one's gonna ever take that from you. So I don't know, like if there's a timestamp on it, I don't know. I, I don't know how to how to quantize it, but again, so okay. Kanye wouldn't be considered in this. Drake would be out of this. And LL is a high percentage of his shit has been written for him. Mm-hmm. They would be removed out of this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the locks, the locks already came out and said, bro, when we sit in the studio, if I need a help with a line, that's what we do. But they also said that they don't need the help. You know what I mean? So, so that's why I was licking my lips because I, the woo falls in that same category. I mean, from what we've, if you guys had um, watched that, and I'm not sure if we ever talked about it, like the first Wu documentary um, that was on Cinemax, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
And it was through Mass Showtime. Appeal. Um, Showtime, I think Showtime. it was. Showtime, yes, yes, yes. And with Mass Appeal. Um, you kind of saw their process was the same like you just described. Like they build off of each together. other. Mm-hmm. Right. Except so Old Dirty. Groups don't fall. Right. Old Dirty RZA just wrote all his shit, basically. But yeah. We know RZA wrote shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, How come RZA wrote better for Old Dirty than he did himself? Hey, maybe no. Maybe if anybody wrote for Old Dirty, he did not listen. That's the thing. (laughs) It's like my thing is like, okay, maybe RZA did write for Old. Well, he did, but I don't know. Maybe ODB put enough flair on it to where he was able to bring something out, even outside of just what RZA was able to write. That's true. Very true. I mean, there's no way he didn't. Like you hear dirty ad libs, and you know it. You know what I mean? Like that was him. So, yeah, when I first heard Brooklyn yeah. Zoo, I was like, what the fuck? But it hey, worked. Who, if it was somebody wrote Brooklyn Zoo. <laughs> hey, who had the best ghostwriters out of Birdman, Puffy, and Dr. Dre? Dre, because he had Jay-Z. <laughs> but that was for one song. Diddy had a no, lot No, that was of more. Writers. That was almost all of 2001. Oh, uh, Will Smith had Nas. Yeah. And that this album sold 10 million records. That album <laughs> sold 10 million records. Hey, first of all, let's pay some respect to the God, okay? Where the hell is Ja Rule at? Because he wrote a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to go ahead and move into the next one. Y'all not about to do that. So, y'all not about to do that. Shout out to J-Lo, man. Shout so, <laughs> so one one thing, though, that uh, when I posted the video on Twitter and I asked for people's opinions on it, somebody did make a comment and wanted to hear our perspective on it. And that was, all right, so why aren't R&B singers held to the same criteria of writing their own, their own? Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Pick me, coach. Pick me, coach. Here's why. Okay. <sighs> when you spit or you're rapping, mm-hmm. you're doing that. That's, that's, that's bravado. That's anger. That's passion. When you're singing, you probably need a voice to amplify what your message is to that song is. And you can't sing it yourself. So you can get someone to do it for you. So you have artists and you, you imagine this person singing their own song. So Diamonds, Lambriana, Sia wrote that. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty Hurts, I can't see Sia singing that song. Beyonce sung the shit out of that song. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I, I, it's, it's different. There's no bravado there. That's a ballad. That's a design to create an emotion that's about love and harmony. Rap is not about creating love and harmony. You know what I mean? So if someone's going to voice that message or that song, they're creating this this feeling, this sense of of um, love and, and compassion or whatever it is, heartbreak, heartache, or whatever. Those are the type of emotions you're going to get when it comes to R&B, rhythm and blues. You can have that. When it comes to rap, rhythmic, African poetry, it comes down the street. This is what it is, bars. That's why I don't care who sings it if you have the right vessel. When it comes to R&B. Okay. I like that. I, I actually feel like with R&B, um, you rarely do find an R&B singer that actually writes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. This is might be an unpopular opinion or people probably don't want to fight me after this. But I feel like there's more talent involved in actually singing. You know what I mean? Than spitting. Most people can kind of talk to a beat. That's not Not everyone. True. That's, that's not true. true. Not that's not true. can carry a note. Like, that's yeah, you, you can be trained to carry a note. Not everyone can, everyone ride, can, not everyone can, rap, can ride every beat. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, there's a... Well, I, I'll agree with that, but I feel like it's easier to do that than actually sing. Like, no, it is not. No, it is I not. I don't know. I don't think I can carry a note. 
That's for sure. I gotta agree with Mary on that one. Unless you put me, unless you put me in the shower, I'm fucking that shit up. It took me years to learn how to write and rap. It took me six months to learn how to sing. Then you was already a singer. You're not fooling nobody. It's no. It's not about no. 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 See, this is the thing. When you take vocal lessons, they teach you how to recognize notes, so your brain is already in tune to hit those notes. Everyone can sing. You just tone that. If you're trained to do it, you can learn to sing. So anyone can learn to sing. You don't just learn to rap, but you have to have the you have that style. Having a voice that can still. sing is a God-given talent. I'm sorry, you, everyone can sing. I'm telling you, everyone. My voice. If you All hear right, my voice now. This I'm bad as shit. Okay, so then, so okay. Flip side of this, then should the song, the singers that do write their own music, be highlighted more? Should absolutely, absolutely, well, absolutely. Shout okay. out to Neo. Shout out to the and, Dream. Okay, yeah, the dream. Is, say? their songs. How do their songs um, sell when they do it themselves? I mean, picture that. Picture them writing those songs. I and think, how would it well, come across? I, honestly, when it comes to the Dream, I think it's just off of pure popularity because having someone else sing it doesn't sound that much better. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's that great of a singer, and I think the stuff that he well, writes. He, for other I mean, people, that, a lot. A lot of people don't think that he can sing that well, but they still bang that first album. Hmm. Right. So Gary? okay. And yes. this is the thing, though. You, you know how many times I've either. said. You know how many times I've said, "Man, I wish Usher would have sung that." You know what I mean? Because that would have sounded a little bit better. But when you talk about dream music, the nigga makes music for people that eats edibles and drink a lot of wine. Because he repeats. You're his target audience. You're speaking AKA for that segment. Oh, and I have I have most, if not all, of his albums in my in my library. <laughs> but let me but let so, me answer it. I think mm-hmm. I think I think we don't give a lot of R and B artists a lot of. Um, backlash because i think it's a experience type of thing also it's an ego thing with hip-hop you know what i mean as far as like the experience i'm pretty sure we can all talk about um a breakup or a heartbreak or something like that you just have to put it into a great melody mm-hmm. whereas i'm not going to accept a kid from the valley talking about this street shit mm-hmm. so, so if you if, if you're right if you're right my rhyme from your perspective and giving it to me to rap, I'm going to I I can't I can't roll with that. The way that I that I that my initial response to that question that we got on Twitter was is that so let's let's say rap is more of a sport, right? But let's say mm-hmm. that let, let's say that that R&B is also a sport. If we're going to compare the two, rap is a combat sport whereas R&B is ballet. The choreographer comes up with those dance routines. And it's up to the the ballet dancer to execute it flawlessly and make it beautiful. That's what R and B is. Well, well, rap has okay. one element. One rap has one element that R and B has never had until like the past couple of years, and that's battle rap. No, the R and B singers in the '60s used to do. They did used to do their their mm-hmm. version. But of they the but they never stood there face to face and humiliated each other singing about love. Maybe which turn, not love, which, go, which, but... which goes which goes to your point is that. Rappers looked at more as a sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? R and B can be looked at as more as a sport because of the music that they're making. We just don't take it that way. And, but R and B is more is universal. So it's it's more for the people that are interpreting the way they're interpreting. I mean, if the masses are getting hit with R and B, the masses aren't gonna appreciate hip hop. Well, now they would because hip hop is more pop pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say this though, what Hayes said is why don't we highlight the writers more? I think they should be highlighted as at the top of the are. list. They win, because, they win R- the Grammys. Because without R&B, we'll be having a lot more bodies gone. 
Oh, you mean, I mean there would yeah, be more? We, there would be more murders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd have to elaborate on that one. I, I mean, because we're not making love. I'm not. I'm, look, I ain't gonna we're lie. We're making love. We're making war. There's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple of locks tracks that I got down to, but I'm not making no babies to how to survive in South Central. I'm not. I'm I not. mean, it, it would be a gangster baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot here. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot here. We're gonna, we're gonna leave that yeah, one this there. Conversation's uh, exhausting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay, okay. So, I, are anything left on that one before we move into the next one? I just I don't know where to take this anymore. My R and B album coming out soon, so uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're we're I uh, Bailey, you're not on Clubhouse yet, right? I downloaded the app. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we're all on Clubhouse, uh, <laughs> which is weird. Well, but well, then we have to move you up. Yeah, Clubhouse is a fucking weird place. Uh, Mary, thank you for adding me and sending me the invite. Of but course. listen. Oh my god! Listen, uh, sometimes I just have to check out. Like I've never been so exhausted, and I have not said a fucking word on Clubhouse yet. But I've just been listening. And I've just been like, these people are crazy. Uh, you see me? I've I been pulled, avoiding it. I, I, I did pulled, my research. I'm cool, Mass I ought to be safe in a black neighborhood. <laughs> not there. It's not there. Man. There's Ooh. definitely some ratchetivities going on on there. But then there, there's a lot of inspiration and and networking to be done That's also true. if you're yeah. in the right room that's cool. what i have heard i heard the networking is like superb up in there it is but you you can you definitely get caught shit. in like a ratchet bomb i like, you're gonna have to talk offline about a back and forth i had yesterday <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so you definitely can get caught slipping out there but i don't know follow us on clubhouse yeah definitely follow us on <laughs> for clubhouse. real um, <laughs> but moving off that so mace was in clubhouse uh mary uh you had pointed this one out i believe or i believe it was you mary right it was marquee i don't remember uh it was me one of the I, i'm usually i i alert everyone to the ratchet activities <laughs> so yes but he had mentioned something about that uh that these labels should start signing stars and not focusing on street niggas and this got it was about to get i felt baylor get hot the, when he in his responses so uh this is a, just an interesting take i'm gonna have an interesting one on it but i'll save it for for later bailey i'll come to you first on this one. what do you think about this so we got what <laughs> he said sign the stars instead of the street niggas right yeah. okay so what is the street nigga a nigga who's in the streets okay what is that though a lot of us claim to be street niggas You're i just right. need to know what it is and, I mean, and bro, we're not I here to I, define it. Focus on the question. I, the, the only reason why I said that is because if, if we go by the content, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would think that the, the street niggas is the stars. Without the street niggas, well, we don't get the I content that, that we grew up off of. That, here's the thing. Street niggas were the stars in the 90s. Now that has reversed. <laughs> to who? Who are they the stars to, though? Mainstream hip-hop, right? Like... The people who are assigned to labels that are actually selling and moving numbers okay. are not. When you say now. when you say stars, I think of when you say stars, I think of Drake. That's it. He's a celebrity. Okay, well, so what's the definition of a star? Well, well is he? A, <laughs> but is he's he? Is he not the star in this generation? He's the biggest artist. Period. Right now. Yeah. And he's definitely not a street nigger, so exactly. I guess he's in the other. Pop. So I got a I got a question for you all. Then gotta, is, is, would Lil Wayne be considered a street nigger? Mm, he did shoot himself. I mean, if you shoot yourself, that's 
dumbass on dumbass black. Shut the hell up, man. That's a whole different thing. Like, <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, I can't with us tonight. I really can't. Yeah, this is this is gonna be crazy. Uh, he got his chatter by. We're only in this. We're only on the fucking second topic Yo, too. By the way, it's gonna <laughs> be real night. <laughs> but uh, I can't. No, but I. I mean, that's cool if you want to sign a star. But I don't need the stars talking about street shit then. Okay. Well, here's the thing that, and I didn't hear this, and I don't know if it went there in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But so is May saying that he was a star, or was he a so? So okay, I was there. <clears throat> Here's the deal. So he's basically saying that these A&Rs should be fired because these are street niggas hiring their friends to rap. You know, Blueface and whatever like that. My problem is, nigga, you weren't a street nigga. And this is why your ass had to run. You see what I'm saying? If you was a street nigga, then you would have been talking about the shit you were doing. So there's a lot to unpack there. You understand what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So that goes back to me saying, if you're considered a star, I don't need you talking about street shit. Okay, but okay, and I get and I get that you're saying there's a a big point in that Takashi is a huge like star, he star star, but he was talking about street shit, right? He's a cautionary tale for why you shouldn't talk about street shit if you're not from the streets and not living it. But, or but, but do street shit exactly. But the, so this is but this is the so I'm I'm look I agree with you. Like I want to make sure that I stay. I'm not so this me offering this take is me playing devil's advocate because I think we all know that and, and agree with this shit. You should rap about what what you know and, and the real shit that you that you live. We're all of that generation. We know that. But when you look at it from the standpoint of these labels, this and this is agree with, or disagree, but let, hear me out because. A label's mindset is I can sign someone who's not going to give me the headache, who I can make a star, and I can sign, and I can I could find me a street nigga to write the content for him. But at least our money maker isn't going to isn't doesn't have the chance of going away. When you look at Takashi, when you look at people like Pop Smoke who are dying, not necessarily saying they were in in the streets doing anything wrong at the time, but when you look at the way that that the industry is going now mm-hmm. does it not make sense for them to sign someone with maybe a little bit of rapping ability, but if they want that hard edge and to get that side of the content, to find somebody to write that shit for them. Mm, two so, things. Here, okay, go ahead. You want to go, Mary? No, let me. Yeah, but let me. No, well, m- mine is quick. So I, so I think that it's important to give a frame of reference here, and I mean, obviously, I don't know this, but I'm imagining that the people that. Mace had in mind when he was referencing street niggas were were a pop smoke, were a King Von, who I don't know if we even mentioned it, but like what was it two weeks ago that he was shot? And not for nothing, he was another one of the younger dudes that actually was nice. And I was really he told a story like Nas did, and it's just it it really killed me that (laughs) it was like I had heard his his one of his joints that I was like wow he really took me to the scene of the. Of the crime that he was describing, and then he was killed like two days later. So, um, so I think that's who Mace is really talking about, not necessarily the Takashi's. Takashi no. was a star. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me reference. No, hold on. What he's saying is, we want artists who can paint pictures. May not have necessarily lived it, but that can paint the right picture. That's what he said. So I, I get what you're saying. If someone can describe, even like Nas, we know Nas didn't do a lot of shit, but he can explain and tell the stories of people better than anyone can. But we can't have people fabricating like, shit. I feel shit. like Nas was a street nigger, though. No, no, you, you miss what I'm saying. We know he never fired a gun. Like Undying Love, one of the best stories I've ever heard in my life. Blaze of 50, one of the best. We know he never lived it, but he can paint this picture for you that you can imagine 
he's he's elaborated on certain circumstances and said, this is what I've envisioned. When it comes to 6 9 though, you fabricated exactly who you are. That's not who you are. I'm not saying Nas did that, but what he's talking about getting dudes who can paint pretty pictures and sell records. That's what Mace sounded like he was saying. Well, I, then he got to he 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 gotta say that. <laughs> he exactly. got to say that. Paint because the picture that's, because... That's very different. Yeah. I think, you, first of all, you don't have to shoot a gun to be a street nigga. That's and you true. actually don't have to sell drugs to be a street nigga. Yeah, that's true. true as well. right. so, so my thing is that what, what else... And first of all, the street shit is selling. Without the street shit, we don't have the '90s. So how right. long is so how long is a fabricated nigga going to last? Because some of these artists has been verified from their block. Well, okay. So you know who was was not fabricating? He'd be a star, but he was real with his. And I don't know, like a Juice World. To me, I mean, he was telling his own real stories of drug abuse and depression. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess that would be an example of like a star that was not fabricating shit. Mm-hmm. He but wasn't he, acting like he shot anyone, but he was, you know. He a street nigga? No. I, I, we got to get, we got to get, we got to get that back to Baylor. Though. What is that then? Yeah. What is a street nigga? He just said say? it. He just said it. Someone who basically understands and respected in the streets. I guess if you want to look at it that way, if you from suburbia and coming down here, you can't rap certain shit because you aren't, you won't be respected here. You know what I mean? Well, then what May said is right. Somewhat. If, if if these labels want artists that are going to make but, it, then they can't be. But see, and, and then that's they the case. We can't be selling our culture to people who haven't lived it. The whole point of hip hop was to tell your truth, to tell you exactly what we're going through, why we're so angry and why we're frustrated. If I get somebody to write lines and say, oh, this is what's going on. I don't know about this, but let me make sure I can tell you I shot a gun or killed a nigga. But fuck Agreed. Somebody. But, but, okay, but okay. you must remember that that from a music perspective, from a label perspective, this is a business. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and then go and the route that Master P did and create your money. own business. Create your own lane like well, Master what, P did. Well, well, what content are you putting out then? If you're a star, then what content are you putting out? Because you're telling me sign a nigga that's safe, but you want a hood nigga to write the content that's getting these other niggas killed. So, so I don't get it. Then, then let's take it back. Then the real problem is, why are we allowing them to push music out there so we can keep talking about killing niggas? If that's what's selling records, because that's what they're pushing more of. Well, they've always pushed that because some of that. Well, why do you think that is? Was, ba- was based off of somebody's experience. So why would you give it to a nigga that has never done anything like that and have a nigga that does live that life write it for him? Eventually, he's going to die too, and they're going to label him. A I think. Nigga. I think the difference in what in what it's funny because I'm about to use two white boys to explain this, right? Um, <laughs> just listen, listen, follow my logic. Very not say logic. You no, 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 no. The difference in what he's black. I think, what are you talking about? I, I yeah, know. Leave the my difference, guy the leave difference in what I'm talking about that I'm about to say in somebody who is a star versus somebody who's still of the streets but not a gangster, not selling drugs or anything, would be Vanilla Ice and Eminem. Eminem was respected because he lived the life. We know Eminem struggled. We know Eminem was around people. Vanilla Ice can go into places that Eminem could because Vanilla Ice was a star. He was not. A, he was not from the streets. But Eminem okay. earned his respect. That's by what I mean. Learning no. the culture. I'm, yeah, he learned the culture, and people like you know what he did great. He was great at the culture. He was great with it. You know what I mean? So it's it's different. Well, did he learn it or did, did he, he learn it or did he grow? He appreciated. It was more of an appreciation. Both. Both. Now he's from the streets though. Like he's right. from Detroit. So like, that's, what I'm that's some real shit. But I mean, like, how many other rappers try to make it that are white? 
that are actually from the streets that didn't make it, that you didn't respect. Paul Wall? But the point is, he was a street nigga Paul then by this definition. Hey, I don't I know, know if he was a street nigga. <laughs> I, 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 love my, I love Paul Wall. Don't get it twisted. I got a solid eight Paul Wall songs that I fuck with. I, I'm, I'm just saying, because I, 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 I can tell the difference between a cat that appreciated the art or, but also grew up in the art. Also follow the art so you can appreciate it. It wasn't sold to you and mass produced. Good point. Okay. <laughs> Why uh, are all of our conversations going like this? this I'm sorry. This, this is just where Tonight's it's going this week. Let's move. Let's move. You know what? We're going to take a, be- a brief break from music. Let's get out the music world because we get dark. This shit gets. This shit turns into a fucking battle every time we start talking about this type of shit. My bad. So, no, you good. Yeah, uh, it's not your bad. Dude. Yeah. Moving on, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., uh, and then Nate Robinson uh, got knocked the fuck out. But we, the Nate Robinson memes took me the fuck out, and it wasn't even the next day. Literally thirty minutes after this man got knocked out, that was all that was on my fucking Instagram feed. The shit was hilarious. But coming up off that, Snoop Dogg. Being on commentary for this event, I need Snoop Dogg to to be on commentary for every sporting event as long as quarantine's going on. I don't give a damn. Like, give this man a job today. This shit was amazing. What do you guys think about Snoop Dogg on commentary? He won. (laughs) Honestly, he won that. Not for nothing, we need him to do commentary on the versuses. We need him commentating everything. Maybe people would watch baseball again if he would start doing that. <laughs> like, hey, preach. hey, if Snoop uh, Dogg was at that was versus that, battle. What, really quick, I'm sorry. What, is that what you would consider a hot take? <laughs> I just wanted to know. I guess so. <laughs> if, if, Snoop, if, Snoop, if Snoop was at that, that Jeezy and Gucci Man versus yeah. battle, come on, man. Oh, Lord. You're going to let him say that to you, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> when Jeezy said, "I know, yeah, that was hilarious." Oh yeah. my god! By the Snoop. way, sorry to throw this in there, but so like the very next day, right? There was a welcome party on Clubhouse for Nate oh, Robinson, yeah. and I don't even think I told you guys, but it later came out that that wasn't really Nate Robinson, and people were literally joking <laughs> on this. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And then literally, it was someone was like, "Yo." This isn't really Nate Robinson, and everyone just fleed the room. <laughs> Damn. Was, I don't yeah. know. I know. Mm, I don't know. He was in his feelings. I was on that, that call. He could have said I, that, and everybody just abandoned it. I felt like he wasn't in his feelings enough. He was like, he was, yeah. Somebody was like, yo, where, what did your mom think about it? And he was like, my mom was sleeping. And he, no, you then someone else was like, you both were asleep, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He said, he said, what did he say? He was like, um, yo, you know, this is all funny games, but you know, at some point the game's got to end, right? And he yeah, was like, yo, yeah, bro, yeah. you open the door. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it could, he can say what he want, but that might've really been him. I don't know. If anybody knows, hit us up and let us know if that oh, was man. really Nate Robinson. But no yeah, I, got I mean, it was really bad. My son is a major NBA fan, as most of you guys know, and he had no knowledge of the fight, but then he, he opened, you know, whatever he looks at the next day and was seeing memes. And he was like, is that Nate Robinson? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was eating surfboard. Yeah. Surfboard. And that Pacquiao surfboard. 
that I think the problem with that was that he hyped it up so badly. You know what I mean? The it's like try hard is when you die hard. Like the problem with that, he he zigged when he should have zagged. <laughs> That's what happened. I mean, I don't know. Zigzag zig. He a lot. knowledge boy. He, he kept. Baylor, <laughs> what did you get a chance to speak on Snoop Dogg, bro? That's your people. Sorry, Baylor, uh, we killed this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, give you know, let Unc do his thing, man. I think he should give him a Monday Night Football game, just one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, some he better have some offers. I would start with basketball and baseball first. You don't want to touch white people shit right away. Oh, I absolutely definitely want to touch some white people's shit. <laughs> Immediately. I, 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 mm. Well, right, because if it was a white audience, would they get some of his references? He, got, he had a white audience. He did his show with Martha Stewart. Yeah, he had, oh, that's true, different. true. He got that oh, Martha yeah, Stewart rub. Martha Stewart. That was a merger. Yeah. I mean, how many how many white people do Martha Stewart have right now? Well, that's after she, she hey, lost she got a lot the, of that prison. audience. After she got the, she the house moms, the housewives. I don't think she's oh. ever going to get rid of that. Does she still have that? She still, she, Martha Stewart still got the housewives, bro. Martha Stewart is gangster. She is. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I think, you know what? Those women who want to throw up gang signs appreciate her. Who stay at home moms. Like, <laughs> I feel you, my G. But I can see that. <laughs> Let's move we'll out of this. Uh, next one. Uh, idiots say stupid shit. <laughs> Young Thug says that he uh, that he <laughs> that he can't rap two hundred three thousand songs, and he never paid attention to him. He also listen. Yeah, bye. I never paid attention to him. Exactly. I'm sorry. No, I, 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 I don't like the fact that he's just trying to go viral off of that. That's the point. I'm. That's 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 the only thing. I like, have, you could you could you could talk your truth, but now I just think he's just a headline grabber. I have never. Taylor. Never in my 34 years in this, uh, about to be 34 years in this planet, have never heard anyone say, hey, can you play that new Young Thug? No. Taylor, BTG, I, I got to say something, and you just pointed something out. Uh, he's trying to get clout the same reason. Didn't he, isn't he the same rapper who wore a dress on his album cover? Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, you're trying to, you, you, yeah, okay, I'm good. Jack, Jack, I can have this one. I'm done. That's all I got to say. Dumb people say, say dumb this, shit. Wait, wait. Did he say, you said, uh, 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 <laughs> What did he say? His secretary, his secretary would pick up the phone or something like that, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. First, his secretary don't know you because nobody know you. That's Andre three thousand, my nigga. That's Andre three thousand. You see what I'm saying? Like that motherfucker don't have to have a conversation with you at all. You're nowhere near on his level. Why would he want to put you on his song to blemish his image? Like that's Andre three thousand. But the same way the that hey, you, the, the same hey, way you try to disrespect Cash with Cloud, you could do it the other way and just say, look. As a youngster, I, I didn't grow up off of his music like that. I didn't listen to him like that. So, you know, you can word it in a certain way. Don't try to grab headliners by dissing some of the legends, bro. That's not cool. Word. Yeah, agreed. This The last time I heard something this disrespectful, but I still respect that person, is when Lupe Fiasco was supposed to announce um, something about the Tropical Quest. And he said, I didn't really listen to their music. That was disrespectful. And that probably hurt his career. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, your flow came from the Tribe Called Quest. That's So you kind of have to pay homage, homage, homage. That's the last time I heard something that disrespectful. This shit is way left field. Like, dude, See, and at least, he should be canceled. At least Lupe saying that is somebody who can rap. <laughs> I'm triggered. It's somebody who can rap. Like Young Thug, if rap. Young Thug tried to call me, he has to get to my secretary. I don't even have a fucking secretary. <laughs> like, this is real talk. So, 
Sir, CEO, I am triggered right now. I just want you to know that. Make you aware that I am triggered right now. Oh, man. I <laughs> the just, audacity. Some of these people just, just need to shut the fuck up. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. BGG, BGG, can you have the last word on this one? Because you pointed out something amazingly. I just want I just want you to say something on this. Uh, don't nobody go streaming shit. How about that? <laughs> there you go. That's a great word. way to end it. We're gonna go ahead. We're you gonna know, get but you, but you know what though? Being being the type of person that I am, I would love to see them do a song together. At this mm, point, I, I wouldn't. I would. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing them just so Andre Three Thousand can embarrass the shit out of. You know what's sad? I don't think this generation would get it. I don't no. think people would get it. I think they'd be like, "Yo, Young Thug killed it." <laughs> <laughs> I know. But that's the sad part. Very true. Oh, man, the times that we live in musically. We're going to get into our first break. When we come back, we have to review Lil Wayne's No Ceilings 3. We'll be right back after this. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The The Team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat, where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back, we're, back from our fir- we're back from our first break. <laughs> we're going to get into Lil Wayne, No Ceilings 3. Mark, he got hot takes. Take it away, bro. God damn today. <laughs> Ooh, this is one of the books. Um... The No Ceiling 3 album, I think Michael Jordan said it best. The ceiling is the roof. Okay. Okay. Stop I making guess. these fucking albums, dude. Like, seriously, mm. please stop doing this No Ceiling shit. You've reached the ceiling. That's it. <laughs> That's it. We're in the basement at this point. I'm sorry. The, correct me if I'm wrong, but everything he's throwing out right now is the same thing. It's either pussy, drugs, and he has a song up there where I swear... He tried to take Drake's flow. Stop it. Like, word, stop it. We're, you're not going anywhere. After 32 albums, we're not going anywhere. It's, it's time to wrap that up. That's my take on that Damn. one. I I'm actually sorry, enjoyed this album for what it was worth. Uh, and I know lyrically, I'm, lyrically, dude, he's, lyrically done. he's done. But the content, what's the content about? He's done. It's the same like, shit like, over look, and over. Little Wayne's <laughs> lyrical content is null and vo- it's done. He has no lyric. Let's just be. You know, we Bailey used to always have this thing when when he, when old rappers came out with new content. What are you rapping about? He's been rapping on the same thing forever. <laughs> it has hey, never no. changed. Lil Wayne sounds like a Lil Wayne sounds like a wet cat. You know, I kind of know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, here's my thing. If you take someone's beat, you better murder that shit. Oh yeah. Lupe Fiasco took, uh, and I, I'm sorry I'm going back to this, he took Nas's Streets theme and he didn't murder it. I'm like, Lupe is one of the greatest lyricists in history. He didn't murder that shit. You need to leave that shit alone. You see what I'm saying? So when you take other people's beats, you better murder that shit. You know what I mean? If you're gonna put your spin on it, mm-mm. Lil Wayne didn't do that shit. He didn't do that shit. Uh, so Hayes, I need to know, what, what was good about this album? Because I'm gonna go listen to it. Uh, sure. What was good about the album? I mean... It's it's a Wayne project. What do you expect? I'm a Wayne fan. Overall, like the, to hear Wayne again. This isn't the Carter. This isn't the Carter to Wayne at all. Like we, Wayne's been the same for the last 15 years. 
it's a con it's I guess it was what I expected from Wayne to rap about. Like I, I enjoy seeing Wayne do his thing. This was Wayne doing his thing. He seemed like he had fun on this album. It was a solid listen. Well, am I probably gonna go back and be like, oh, this is one of the greats? No, but for a, a listen around the house, it's a solid project. You shrug your shoulders when you first answered. Huh? I said you shrug I said you shrug your shoulders when you first answered. So that's the first, you know, I mean, a little denial there. If you ask him what's good about the album, what's good about the album? <laughs> the features. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna listen to this, man. Uh, DJ Khaled had fun. There's no beast that he produced on it, like, dude. Oh shit, oh, man. Oh. I can't wait to get to this. All right, we're, we're getting off this. Y'all killing my boy. Dude, can you start calling the basement? Every time like, Wayne comes up basement? on this show, y'all kill him. Y'all gotta so, get. Y'all gotta lay off. Hold on. My... Hold on. Hold on. What's up? Real G's moving silent like lasagna. You get what I'm saying? Yo, come on now. <laughs> Hayes, what, what you got for that? Fuck y'all, man. Uh, we, I mean, <laughs> well, baloney would have made more sense, I think. Anyway. That's a cold hey, line right he, there. He, he found Corey Gunn somewhere and dusted him off on here and put him on this album. And we like a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. For the, this this next topic, we're moving to our TV and film section. This is more so for the culture. Everyday struggle officially going away. And what I will say, this is my only thought on it. I'll let you guys take it after this. I haven't watched Everyday Struggle in at least a year and a half. Like I, they they survived they survived two years longer than I thought they would after Button left. I had. This when I was looking for topics, and when I saw this, I started not to put it on there because, like, obviously they closed. But the fact that they lasted this long after Buttons left, it was like, I feel like this deserved a spot on the show. But go ahead, what do you guys got to say? Are you, are you when you put that on the docket, I said I ain't got nothing for this. <laughs> yeah, and more not surprising news. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <clears throat> I like to take this time <laughs> since we're really not going to use it. <laughs> To talk about little Wayne. <laughs> oh my God! Stop. Hey, look now, now we kind of like balancing in the show out, though. Yeah. Can we? Can, but can we acknowledge though seriously that at one point in time, everyday struggle was the <laughs> show for the coach? I'm gonna say this. Yeah. The moment when he told Amigos, like, "What's the point of this? I'm out." That was it. When Joe Budden said that, I was like, "Yo, I love this mm-hmm. dude." So that was my highlight. Yeah. The show was over for me when Joe left. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. So. Because academics is just, he's fucking annoying as shit. Yeah. Hey, what, what's the name of this show that Skip and Shannon is on? Skip, Skip, Skip. Oh, fuck, I forgot. That yak in the mouth. Okay, so that's, that's basically what they tried to do. Because when that show first came out, like, we would just, they got they got a lot of they love off of, like, the five-minute clips. Mm-hmm. That's the way, same way I look at Everyday Struggle. I would just watch the little clips or whatever. Never watch the full show. Right, yeah. Social media strategy. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Anyway, shout She's out to shout out to Everyday Struggle. Uh, I'm sure. I, can we just get rid of academics? Is there any way that we can send him off with the show? So, hey, can I can I say this dad joke? Go ahead. At least it won't be struggling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, shout out to the dad joke. Oh, man. Okay, let's move on. Last topic <laughs> in this segment. Jay-Z is reportedly executive producing a new uh, Netflix show called 40 Acres. This has been compared to Get Out style show. Now, it's based off a book. 
I believe. What do you guys think about Jay Z kind of expanding out, going into into TV a little bit more? Do we? He's going that Fifty Cent route. Do we? Do we have high expectations for it? Or what do you guys think? Ooh, I want this one. I think it's dope, though. I, I think, think it's dope I, too. I, I want to see. I want to see. And he's starting out with a horror flick. Listen, yo, that's, like, that's between crazy. between Jordan Peele and then uh, Lovecraft Country, like black people have a new interest in horror, like in mainstream. They, yo, we're, it's we're very underrated. On. Black people, I'm not gonna plug it. I'm not gonna do my shameless plug, but black people actually like horror films. But you know what, though, Jay? As soon as you're done with this project, I need a corner boy story. I need that. <laughs> I need that, Jay. All right, Mary, what do you want to say on it? Nah, I mean, I won't be watching it because, as y'all know, I don't watch scary things, but <laughs> I will be cheering him on from a distance. It's not going to be that scary between Get Out and The Firm. The Firm is more. I don't watch any scary thing. But no, it's, it's, it's really a thriller, though, right? It's yeah. more a thriller. Yeah, yeah. it's. The get Out, I don't know, but was Get Out a comedy or was it a, a horror movie? I mean, Jordan Peele said it was, it was a documentary. A, a satire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Um, the Firm was a thriller. So I can understand where this is going. Um, <clears throat> my take on this is, as long as he is not directing or acting or writing, thank you, Jay-Z. Oh, my God. We but what appreciate do we that. Why not writing, some though? Skills that, he don't, that we don't right. know about, though. A movie? We don't know because we would have seen this already. If he could write, we would have seen this. He's not this culture right now. No, nah, imagine man, look, him trying to write I something. think I might be a ballerina dancer. Y'all just don't know yet. Exactly. I agree with Baylor. I'm let, not let us good see. On my we don't, be- yo, in his own words, we don't believe you. We need more people. Well, he about to go not get that people. So we about he to has see. A team. An executive producer pays for this shit. The director and everybody. So you're, te- so you're telling me if Jay came to you right now, he said, "Look, man, I really want to direct this film." You just gonna be like, "No," because you ain't gonna do what the film is. You ain't gonna ruin my life. It's a horror flick. Listen, as long as he's horror not flick, acting, it's a thriller. It's a psychological thriller. That's I what have it's gonna no, be. Man. I have no, I have no experience okay. in directing a horror flick. You know, I've been watching scary movies since I was three. I know how to scare somebody. Uh, this is a psychological <laughs> thriller. Why did That's that what this show is. This show, this movie is. This is going to be a psychological thriller. He is not good at psychological thrillers. He, he lost made, his mind. He battle made, with he made Meet that. the Parents. You, you, you. He didn't draw that picture for you on Meet the Parents. I watched that boy kill his daddy. He lost the mind battle with Nas. I don't trust him when it comes to psychological thrillers. Okay? So Nas can make a better scary movie than him, but both of them can do it. No, no, no bro. I can't give. Man, that. hey, I can't look. We got to be better as black people. Yes. Okay. We, we also better. have to know our strengths. We also have to know our strengths and weaknesses as black people, and we need to. But how you know his strengths? Yeah, he ain't even did it yet. Exactly. Okay. Yo, 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 yo. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't say that. that then why didn't you do about it? 50. We did not say that about fifty before he started doing that shit, did we? Yeah. Okay. You, you, you're not listening to me. I understand. I said I appreciate the fact that you're executive producing this film. As long as you're not directing or writing, I'm good. That is, we don't know that's your strength. Don't make this your first attempt. So you gotta let him do it. He's only executive producing. He's not directing or writing it. You sound like them jobs that say you need 17 years of experience to apply for this job. Nigga, where am I getting experience from? I'm not saying it at all. I'm saying this is an opportunity for us to progress the culture. Don't fuck this up. So give this to somebody who can direct this and write this in a direction we need to go in. Imagine him trying to write Watchmen or Lovecraft Country. He might not make an instant classic, but you got... You got to give him a chance. Man, I'm going to call Jay later on tonight. Call he's him. Not, he's not going to believe this. Call he's not going to believe this. 
No, he may see this clip. Jay Z don't need. Listen, no, I agree with with Marquee and her. Jay Z, no, executive producing is the first way to start. That's how you you compared it to Fifty. He Fifty did not as much as he tried to act like he's like powers all him. He he gave them the money and trusted the people to do their fucking job. Hayes, what episode? What episode when everybody was dying after every episode? What season one? Was that season one? Season four? Season five. No, I think when he was introduced, right? It was. I think it was season five. Five. Introduced, right? Yeah, he definitely did all that. All the niggas that was dying, that was definitely (laughs) fifty. Yeah, yeah, for real. (laughs) Everybody died. Everybody. All the niggas that was getting shot nine times, that was fifty. Season two, three, and four, he finally got some creative. Said, "I'm going to put this in there." Yeah, I think Lala was the only one that wasn't shot more than once. Damn. God what? damn. I Look, think she was shot She twice. was shot more than once, too. Yeah. Oh, see, that was 50. <laughs> <laughs> this is 50. This is 50. Matter of fact, Again. the only one who was shot once was Ghost. That wasn't 50. He wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all I see is 50 in the background talking about, mm, he needs a bullet. You gotta give him a bullet. <laughs> I, know I, 50, bullets in I know 50 was like, no, he need a lot of bullets. They gonna like this shit. Trust me, like an album. Hey, yeah, yo, come I look at nine. this. I yeah, yo. Oh, man. Come look at this. All right. We're done. We're gonna come back. We gotta we we don't have a full last time. We just have an announcement. We'll be right back after this. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A young urban mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we can be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up 10. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Young came into resistance. Oh, man. All right, we're back, and we have um, an announcement. So usually we like to end the show with a discussion topic or something that's going to leave you guys thinking. Uh, We're going to do a little bit different this week. So we are now announcing the first annual breaks radio awards that are for the culture uh the categories include as of right now we may add some more best rap album of the year best r&b album male artist of the year female artist of the year tv show of the year movie of the year actor and actress of the year the for the culture moment of the year the best comedy special activist of the year indie podcast of the year and the patented from Mary Almonte, Coon Artist of the Year. Hey, this is probably one of the biggest things that we've done as far as it's going to be huge. Uh, the way that we are planning on executing it, we're going to come up with the nominees, about four to five in each category, and then we're going to let you guys vote. And the winner is going to be determined by the people. Uh, what do you guys think of us uh, venturing out into doing an award show? Who wants to go first? That, that TV show going to be cracking. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> right? I'm hyped. I'm hype. <laughs> thank you. I want to take this time to thank the people that made this possible. Yeah, fuck it. I'm enjoying this shit. We're going to have fun on this motherfucking. 
and I've even, this episode, I've even taken it a step to actually like look at if, and I doubt this is gonna happen, but if for some reason anybody hears this and actually wants to receive their award, I actually do have people who can print out trophies and will mail it out to the winners if if they ask for it. Next level. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting. So that that's we go bigger. <laughs> Yeah, go big or go home. This will be the last episode of the year when we finally do the award show. It'll probably be the full episode because I'm sure we're going to be arguing about the results. As you can tell in this episode, when we get when we get going, it gets going. Um, <laughs> Baylor, your thoughts, man? On what? The award show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? High ass. Did you pop an edible in the middle of this shit? No, not yet. Um, Let me my wine, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting in coming up with the uh the nominees. I will say that. Uh because mm-hmm. in in the uh, which I don't know behind the scenes, I, I, I think one album got left out or whatever. But oh. the list was the list was solid overall though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's gonna be interesting to see, especially when it oh man, when it get down to the T V shows. That's I think that's gonna be like that's gonna be the that's gonna be the cake right there. I think the artist of the year, rap album of the year. That might start up a little uh, a little debate, but it's the TV shows though. Yeah, yeah. Because our because TV now, shows are going to be tough. Yeah, because now we're talking about shows that probably came out this year versus shows that's probably in their third season or last season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, did you guys see the 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 teaser for Snowfall? Yes, I'm hyped. And power comes back on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot going on. Marquis got to catch up on power. Yeah, <laughs> the culture. Marquis got to catch up the on culture. a lot of things. <laughs> well, the yeah, culture. Um, I'm, just, I'm really excited. Shout, uh, shout, shout out to Mary J. Blige. Yo, she's in a movie. She's in a horror movie right now. Yeah, yeah, she is. I forgot the name of it too, but. I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I Her can't acting do so it. fucking terrible. Like, how did I don't know oh. how she turned in one of the best roles? I can't remember the name of that movie, but she. she I know what she's talking about. Yeah, she yeah, killed yeah, yeah. it. And it's like it's like every every bit of acting that she chops she had, she burnt up in that one, and it's gone. Was now. it was it mud something? Yeah, mud. Yeah, some yeah something about. Yeah. She was excellent in that. Amazing. In that I'm. Movie. I gotta be honest with you. This coon artist of the year, that might be like three extra episodes. So, <laughs> it's yeah, gonna be fun. it's gonna be fun. But I think what's most exciting is that our audience is is getting to pick the winners. So it isn't us fighting. No, I'm talking about the nominations <laughs> for Coon Artists. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Right, but I'm just saying what's exciting about this whole awards process is that you know the audience is gonna get to choose. I like it. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's it. That's <laughs> been another episode of us bickering. <laughs> for real. Love it, though. Love it, though. Mary, go ahead and give me social media any parting words. Sure. So, for parting words, I thought For Life Episode 2 was great, since we didn't talk about that, but I guess we'll do that next week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know I had to slide that in there. Um, I'm at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms, and don't forget to follow at Young Urban Moms for hashtag Yum Life shit. There you go, Baylor. At Baby the Great on all social media platforms, BTG for President, Open World with BTG, Party Rare Science Network. Y'all check me out this Friday. Uh, I think it'll be 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
Uh, me and my boy Greggy from Young Black and Bother will be just breaking down the top 10 albums from the past decade. Uh, oh, I got to be a part of that. From, wow. each, from each year. And you absolutely can be a part of that because it's going to be on stereo. So I definitely will play your voicemail. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Because we're starting from, we started from 2010. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll give you a little hint. I don't even have an album from 2010 that I'm going to put up there. Wow. Damn, nothing dropped from 2010 that resonated with I know, you? I'm really trying no, to think. No, 2015 was heavy. Yeah. Really? It wasn't? It was, yeah. but the culture changed in 2015. Hmm. That was when, like, <laughs> and at least from an East Coast perspective, Jersey was in the building strong. <laughs> All right, well, well let's, put, let's put it like this. I know y'all gonna be going back all the way down. To Wait a second. Didn't my... didn't section eighty drop in two thousand and ten? That that didn't even. I don't think that dropped in. T- I don't think that dropped in two thousand ten. Wasn't that twelve? Okay, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm off on that one. Past decade is a blur. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Twenty twenty is a blur. This year's ruined everything with that. Um, but all right, I'll I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll make sure I'm checking that out because I got to be there for that. That that sounds like a conversation I need to be. In the room for uh, Marquis, go ahead and give me your social media. I probably shouldn't be in the room for that, but anyway, uh, <laughs> at Keezus, Q U I Z U S, and Grand Band on Twitter. Um, Westbrook, hold your head, Washington. It's gonna be cool. I feel bad for you, John Wall. Whew. Good night. You can find me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Burks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theburksradio.gmail.com. If you want to send us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. I am exhausted, people, so send prayers to me. My birthday is coming this Saturday, which is also the same day my first short film drops, which is why I've been out of sorts, because I've been working on that shit. So it's going to be... Quite Yay. an interesting weekend for me, uh, but so I appreciate Support your that prayers. black man. Uh, hey, I want to send some inspirational words to you, man. You turn, you turn at what, 34? 34. Yeah, it's all downhill from here, my boy. I already know, bro. God damn, know. it's so negative. My, it's over. My knee's already been looking at me like, yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> we done after this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Hey, you know how happy I was when I was able to play in those 35 and up leagues? Killing them biggest. <laughs> <laughs> we love each and every one of you guys we're the number one podcast for the culture we out this week peace shout out to Lil Wayne no ceiling I might slip I don't flow if I slip I might crawl I just drip I got sauce I just drip I got sauce if she dip that bitch loves I don't trip I'm a boss, I might slip. I don't fall, I just drip. Way, 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 ride around town on sunset. Cali weed loud like funk flex. Road trip, slow drip, don't rush shit. No bitch ass nigga, no fuck shit. No, no fuck shit, get chin check. Treat a queen like a queen, don't give a bitch shit. New whip shit, crawl like insects. Lot of hoes, lot of hoes, game fishnet. Lot of hoes, lot of hoes, more problems. Came in a nigga left for Obama. Lame bitches get blocked, don't lie me. Top car nigga here, no problem. Nice smile there, assume I'm such a nice guy. Bougie nigga, first class or the flights high. Bougie nigga, fuck a bitch from the right side. Tell her if she got a friend, then I might slide. Tell her that I need a friend, then nigga can show off. She ain't got goals, and nigga, I'm so lost. I done fell in love from fucking some old raw. I done fell in love while getting some old off. I done fell in love while doing some old zigna. X call the nigga, I don't listen. First class is staring at my pigment. Got to work to get it the road different, yeah. 
I don't fall if I slip. I might crawl. I just drip. I got sauce. I just drip. I got sauce. If she dip.